This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, my talkers, it is 5 o'clock on a Friday. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. That's right, Julia is back from her trip to Vegas. We've got some fun stuff coming up this hour, and I want some callers to give me a call at 651-641-1071 right now. We've got a pair of Maroon 5 tickets to give away for his show coming up here in August at the Excel Energy Center. And just like yesterday, we got two truths and a lie. Okay. Two truths and a lie, 651-641-1071. Three callers for a chance to win a pair of Maroon 5 tickets. I I just, I the, the Depp Heard trial is making me bad at my radio job because I'm completely <laughs> consumed with it. It's like I'm watching a six-hour show every day. It's fantastic, though. You know, but like on Sunday, I spent six hours watching Outlander. I could spend six hours every day just watching this trial. It's when- not right. Well, it's I'm just I'm my mind is blown continually. It's juicy. Yeah, it really is juicy. So I forgot that we were giving away our Maroon Five tickets. There's Grant it's a concert palooza. Oh my god. In gosh. the next um which is lucky for us because we had a concert desert. We did for so long. Like I know Katie Vernon is playing at the turf club tonight, and there's just like a lot of like Things are coming back. Johnny down at Hi-Fi Hair and Records had a big uh, rock and roll party Sunday afternoon to celebrate his tenure. So even though, you know, people are sick of the cold weather and all of that. There's stuff to do. There is stuff to do. And there's good movies to see in a theater. There's music to see. Yes. And so it just feels like, like so much lighter than, you know. The dark days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it was kind of funny because... Here I am in Las Vegas, and Comic Con is going on. Where Cinema Con, where they're launching all the new movies. I couldn't understand why Caesar's Palace was so broken up. Yeah, I was so hangry at that point when we were walking there because I was starving. Uh huh. We put on so many miles, and my feet kind of hurt. And I'm like, "What the hell are they doing?" Why didn't you ask somebody? Too crabby. Yeah, too crabby. Well, Olivia Wilde got served papers when she was up on stage. For what though? (laughs) Legal papers. For her divorce or something? She was handed an envelope I that was pa- stamped personal and confidential, you guys. So do you and think- she looked very flustered. Maybe she got a subpoena to serve in the Depp Heard trial. How does she know him? I don't know. She oh just she got served while she was I at Silicon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, what do, do we got? have our contestants, Grant? Yeah, we do. We have our contestants ready to go here. We've got... Melissa, William, and Karen up, and that is the order they will go in. Again, two truths and a lie. So we'll bring Melissa up here. And Melissa, how are you doing today? Good. All Hi, right. Melissa. Hi. So you are playing for a pair of tickets to Maroon 5 at Excel Energy Center on August 13th. Now tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. This is just like yesterday, Melissa. I'm going to give you two truths and a lie. You tell me which one of these is a lie, okay? Okay. All right. A. Adam Levine is a yoga pro. B, 
Maroon 5 formed their band while still in high school, and it was called Kara's Flowers. Or C, Maroon 5 has 10 number one hits. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Number one? I am sorry. Adam Levine is, in fact, a yoga pro. He has his license. He's created his own yoga workout to keep himself in shape enough to take his shirt off at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, so. I, I think, yeah, I guess I, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I don't either. We can't say what we think it is, but, oh, no, mm-hmm. Melissa. Sorry, All right. Melissa. Now we're going to okay, go. Thank you. Thanks, Melissa. Now we're going to go to William. Yes, William, you get the shot here. William, two truths and a lie. Tell me which one of these is not true. Adam Levine is a yoga pro. A. B. Maroon 5 formed their band while still in high school, and it was called Kara's Flowers. Or C. Maroon 5 has 10 number one hits. All right. Um, oh, shoot. Shoot is right. Let's go with C. You are right. Nice job. I had to find the the digger. No, it is. That is the false. That is the lie. They've had 11 number one hits. Good guess. Good job on that, William. You're going to be. So you got yourself a pair of tickets to go see them on August 13th at Excel Energy Center. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you. Yes. That's good. Don't you love it when you get a lucky guest? Oh, no kidding. Right? That's that's so good, William. Yay. Well, thank you. Great. Grant will get your information, and is there anything that you're dying to tell, either Julia or I? Um, of course, you guys are, like, my favorite show. I mean, I always try to get on your show, and I can never get on, so you're the best. Good. Well, now you're here. Thank you. I was just fishing for a compliment. <laughs> All right. Thanks, thank you. William. Thank you so much. So. Um, yeah, uh, Brittany and I were laughing about this yesterday, that... that Harry Styles is making um, press everywhere because he is on. He did this really amazing interview. It seems like it would be in Vanity Fair or Rolling Stone, but it is Better Homes and Gardens, which I was not aware was still a publishing magazine. I love it, and it is. And he and in the title, you know, uh, yes, Harry Styles, yes, I have sex is sort of their little thing that they have it. But it is a solid celebrity profile. I did manage to read this last night. Um, it's just not something you would expect to see in Better Homes and Garden. And that's, I think, maybe because Harry's album is called Harry's House. Oh, cute. So the press placement is like kind of cute and on the nose. He's not softballing the interview at all. It's really, you know, he, uh, uh, when it gets to the sex part, it was kind of interesting. I think Grant posted the cover, but it's an amazing cover. But he just talked about how, how it came up. He goes back to the days with One Direction and the infamous purity expectation, which I totally forgot about. I didn't know One Direction had, but I remember the Jonas, Jonas Brothers were there the were rings. contracts that were signed, promise oh. made related to behavior and propriety. And when you're in your early formative, early adulthood years, when your hormones are raging and you're horny, and you're figuring yourself out, the the uh, the pressure of having. To use a certain, the word he used was that a cleanliness to your image. Right. Was um, at the same time you're discovering who you are. So Harry really went in about what that was like for them. Yes. And he said, but I think I finally got to a place where I was like, why do I feel ashamed? I'm a 26-year-old man who's single and yes, I have sex. Yes. 
So, but they were really the. Think about like how they were positioning them as this purity band for all for girls, for all the teenage yes, and yes. teenagers to focus the their fantasies yes, yes. on, and everyone knew that. And you're, li- of course, we listen to his music, but he he, you know, is describing something that everybody goes through, and he just was very succinct and um thoughtfully spoke about it he's an interesting man yeah he is and he also talked about that this first album you know was the classic boy bander wanting to establish himself yeah then the second album he just wanted to have monster hits yeah and now this third one he knows okay uh i'm gonna record the kind of music that i like and he told Better Homes and Gardens, I don't know if there's anything more navel-gazing than making an album. It's so self-absorbed. So he's got a good sense yeah. of himself and his ego. Okay, so, he's on top of the world. Yes, he is. You know, and we haven't even seen this movie yep. come out, but everyone is saying he is on top he's of- going to be, you know, what many movie or many musicians also want to be a movie star. Yes, they do. All right, I just have to tell you something. So when you said Better Homes and Gardens, it was a Meredith publication, which Meredith was out of Iowa. It's now Dot Dash Meredith Publications. The median age of Better Better Homes Homes and Gardens is 55 years old. Yep. 73% 73% of the people in the house, but I absolutely and love... People keep people emailed us yesterday and said, oh, I, we still, I still get that magazine. It's and, a great magazine. And it's the 100th anniversary of Better Homes and Gardens. That makes me happy. And Harry Styles is on the flipping cover. I saw It people. makes me want to buy this one, uh, but I, they did have us... They might not have had the whole interview, but it's a very good celebrity profile, and he gave us a lot of good magazine... Uh, he's things. so cool. Just I like that kind of vulnerability. I think everything he touches, though. Yeah. Oh, he's so cool. Yeah. That is so fun. And he's returned to number one on the Hot 100, as it was rebounded because he had his two weeks. You know, Coachella Lizzo came out with him on Friday night and did "I Will Survive," although you could barely hear Harry because he kind of stepped back and she just killed it. On "I Will Survive," the Gloria Gaynor song. Oh, right. And then they sang. Um, Another song together, Lizzo and Harry at Coachella. The, the old um, oh, Coachella, perfect to me, or the one. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, Coachella, Coachella, was Coachella was happening yeah. on Friday night. So band. he's gone back to number one with as it was because he's had two Fridays back to back at Coachella, and of course that song as it was. Is That's one concert. So good. I'm sad we missed. Well, Joey, he's gonna he, when he comes again. We will not we miss will him. We will not miss it. We, he's, yeah, he's number one on that, and uh, Harry's House comes out May 20th. Mm-hmm. And buy the styler in your life a better homes and garden issue with Harry. Mm-hmm. This would be the best-selling I'm telling you, ever had. it was Quite fun. Yeah, it was fun watching people come to the pool with magazines. Yeah, it, I, We loved magazines. They, they I still, still make them. There, no, Julia. I still get quite a few. All right, good. We're not going to Not better you. homes and gardens. No, but, but it's there. Damn, I love it. All right, listen, we've got a Holly coming up with the Dirt Alert. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, I actually Holly. we actually get to see you with the sun shining behind your head today oh. in the studio. Love. Well, enjoy it while it lasts because I hate to break the news that rain is going to be happening oh, pretty much tomorrow through the entire weekend. Really? Really. Ooh. But here's the thing. We are now out of drought. 
Oh, all right. You know, let's okay. just take, let's it, take it that way then. Take Fine. the optimist It'll be nice route. and green when the sun does shine. Whenever that is. Whenever that is. Uh, well, the sun might be shining where Phil Collins's $40 million Miami Beach home is standing, but mm. there is drama between Phil Collins and his ex-wife, Orianne oh. CV today. I mean, she married a gigolo. I know she did. Yeah, she, she did. married a she gigolo. Oh, uh, that is true. <laughs> That's not why we are talking about okay. these two today, though. No, it's not Orianne Seavey's gigolo husband. It's that Phil Collins is accusing Orianne Seavey of committing fraud. So Orianne Seavey is waging a legal fight against Phil Collins for half the proceeds of the Miami Beach waterfront estate that they shared that he sold for $40 million last year. Yeah, And they were in front of a, a judge today online. And Collins's legal team is attempting to prove that Orianne Seavey had, has no rights to the proceeds of the house. Now, they did not speak to each other over the phone. And Phil Collins's lawyers say that in documents back from 2016, Orianne Seavey claimed she was mentally incapable of understanding a divorce settlement <laughs> from her second husband, not the one for Phil Collins. Yeah, the, the guy yes. that she met that was like quite a bit younger. Yeah. And yeah. Very much was using her. Yeah, but pre gigolo. There, oh, was, a, there, was, there was a there was a there was a guy one. in oh between Phil Collins and the gigolo husband. Oh boy. This guy named Charles. But then she changed the tune according to twenty twenty. And according to these court documents, Orian Seavey claimed that she went ahead with that divorce, her second divorce, and that divorce settlement voluntarily because Phil Collins had promised her half of their shared Miami house if she split from this guy Charles. He was like, Look, this marriage is bad for you. You're the mother of my children. We have a relationship. If you break up with this guy, I'll give you half of the proceeds of this house that I'm going to put up for I sale. I remember this. Why would he? Did he really say that to her? Well, I'm paraphrasing. Okay, but, but I mean, is yes, that he the, did. He did. Okay. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Orianne Seavey is claiming that she was unable to understand what she was signing. As she relied heavily on her pain medication and suffered from pain. (laughs) Yeah. Now, Phil Collins denies promising her half of the proceeds from the house. I was going to say, why would he have to even do that? I can't even see where in any world that made sense. Because he's trying to beg her to get out of this. What does he care? They're divorced now. It doesn't matter. Nobody I begs. Yeah. I, I, she wants I, I, $20 million, Lori. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Does. This is a very oh. suspicious story from her. Well, now, in statements in this uh, latest filing in this case, Orianne Seavey is claiming that Phil Collins said she should move in with him and he would take care of her. Well, she should have been like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and taped recorded that. No. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
conversation. Because here's the timeline Mm -hmm. that Phil Collins, Orianne Seavey had been married from 1999 to 2008. Then she was married to this guy, Charles, who was an investment banker from 2008 to 2017. That was quick. But she got back (laughs) with Phil Collins in 2016. Then she broke up with Phil Collins in 2020. And then she married the gigolo Thomas Bates. Oh, my goodness. Never have I ever been interested in Phil Collins' sex life. And now here I am just inundated inundated with Uh, sex life adjacent even. Yeah. So uh, um, I want to just tell you this little tidbit about Thomas Bates is that he used to advertise himself as a, quote, sexy intellectual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're still married. Nobody's uh, commenting to page six regarding any of this drama. Good Lord. But it is a lot. Well, nothing beats the Depp heard. Uh, the Depp, the 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 testimony today, Holly was Please. amazing. Okay, amazing. cops, three cops, the uh, guy who manages the uh, the you know the apartment building where Johnny had three penthouses, yep. and then Christian Car- Carino, who is both uh, Johnny Depp's talent manager, Amber Heard's for a while, and fiance, ex fiance of Lady Gaga. That's right. And yeah. boy, he really had, uh, he was just like, yeah, um, Bruckheimer and Brian Lord both said, yeah, Disney, after that op-ed that that's why he lost the Disney job was totally. that op-ed. And he named drops, um, you know, Bruckheimer yep. and Brian Lord. And then they're like, he was so not there for it. He was very unhappy mm. about being there, but he called Johnny Depp the finest actor of, of his, his generation, generation. And then. Uh, he was solely dropped because of that. And then what else did he say? Oh, that Amber begged him to set up a reunion after they'd already been divorced and there was a restraining order at a hotel. Why? Because she had wanted to see Johnny. Maybe she was trying to make, uh, they were trying to make amends. These two are a couple. And anyway, he did. He did it reluctantly. He testified all this today. And he said that uh, they started... Their screaming started like within an hour of mm-hmm. that thing, but she had to pro- write in writing that she wouldn't say that Johnny broke it because he didn't want to be part of like she was a, doing a sting. And then also reading off a text between the two of them that, you know, he's like, why do you keep dating famous men? Why can't you just date a fa- Why can't you date a big man who's not famous? You told me you were dating Elon just to fill up space in your life. Mm-hmm. They're reading all this. I oh. mean, it's just, he was a very credible witness. Yes, and those three cops and this uh, front, the manager of the building, they were just like, we didn't, you know, they didn't see anything. And her lawyers like pressed them like they were eyewitnesses to something major. Yeah, in their cross examination. In their cross, mm-hmm. you can't get blood out of a turnip or whatever that saying is. Right? I mean, it it to me it would be it would be bad. Like as a juror, I wouldn't like that. Sure, that right. they're trying so hard to get them to admit to something that isn't there. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing their job as Amber Heard's attorneys, but they seem to be <laughs> crappy attorneys. I oh, mean, boy. they objected to them all, their own selves last week. They called her say hearsay on a question they asked. Ah, a little cell phone situation there. Yeah, very dramatic. Christian Carino, agent at CAA, said that it this these allegations had a traumatic impact. Those mm-hmm. were his words yeah. on Johnny Depp's image, and yes testified that this cost Johnny Depp the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. He was very matter-of-fact about it. He was like, a very matter-of-fact, listen, 
We don't we don't want our clients to be in litigation. We don't want legal stuff. Yes, you can get divorced. You can get your I mean, the minute they're in the newspaper, we don't want it. it, it yeah, he was just like so. And he is no longer Johnny's up agents. Johnny left him two years ago because he followed um, yep. another agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of Christian Carino, the ex of Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga announcing today that she has a new song. I saw that. It's going to be on the Top Gun Maverick soundtrack, the song called Hold My Hand. Mm -hmm. And there's a new photograph of Lady Gaga, and she's on the kind of doing a, a, a... Oh, it's almost like an homage to Berlin. I, I was going to say, you away. got big shoes to fill with Take My Breath Away right? from, by Berlin from that top. That is an epic song that still holds up and still, you know what I mean? She's got big musical shoes to fill. Not that she can, but that's yeah. a huge song. Yeah, that song won an Oscar yeah, for did. Best Original Song for Top Gun. Uh-huh. Well, Lady Gaga's song is Hold My Hand. Uh-oh. Some of the lyrics are... But if you decide to, I'll ride in this life with you. I won't let go till the end. All right. Well, that could be very good or very bad. I don't know. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out on May 3rd uh, next week when the song is released. And it's Lady Gaga's first new song in over two years. She added that she's been working on this song for years, specifically for the movie Top Gun Maverick. Well, Well, we've had years to wait for it to come out. That's right. So, literally. But Take My Breath Away (laughs) is such an iconic song for that. I forgot it won an Oscar. I had my rant about this whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard last week. Uh, Mm -hmm. The biggest scandal we've covered in these 20 years on the airwaves. Coming up on 20 years. Um, but Grant and I were talking, um, we're like, okay, we know there've been other defamation lawsuits, um, because as long as celebrities have existed, people have used these lawsuits to counter false claims or rumors spread by paparazzi or even by other A-listers. It's thought of as a tool to maintain and enhance reputations i can think of three yeah and according to the law a claim of libel or is valid if the news or information being spread is false and the plaintiff can prove in court that the defamation in question caused reasonable damage to them be it economical emotional or social the burden of proof lies on the filer in this case johnny depp making them prove the falsehood of a claim amber's claim that she was a victim of domestic violence at the By hands him. of a powerful man, but didn't name him yes. and was silenced. And and uh, only 10% of plaintiffs plaintiffs end up winning right. these cases. So and that's why everyone wondered, why is this even going to court? Yes, yeah, so let's look at some of the defamation cases where the plaintiff, the Johnny Depp, if you will, won. All right. Okay. Um Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise and Nicole (laughs) Kidman. Um, The year is 1998. It's October. They accepted substantial libel damages in the high court in London. Now, remember, they won in London. Johnny lost in London. And it's easier. It's it's harder. You have a harder burden here. So some of this is apples to oranges because if you're talking the UK, it's easier to win in the UK. As a plaintiff saying libel than it is in the U.S. Hmm. For whatever reason. So Tom Cruise was there that day. And basically, 
the story was um, that the um, they sued the Express newspaper for a story that said their marriage was a sham designed to cover up their homosexuality um, and on the orders of the Church of Scientology. That's probably really what the thing that got them uh, all wrong. But the Express newspapers apologized for the article and they paid damages in excess of... Uh, um, a couple hundred thousand to each of the actors. Okay. But that was just such a wildly made up story. Wow. Even though there might have been kernels of truth in there. Sure. So that was an easy one for Tom Cruise, you know, for them to win. Another one um, that was successful was J.K. Rowling versus the Daily Mail. Do you remember this one? So it was at 2014. And um, the Daily Mail said that they that she was lying that when she said she was stigmatized by members of her church for being a single mother. And the headline was how J.K. sob story about her single mother passed, surprising, confused the church members who confused her. She did not like that. So she sued them for libel. They had to pay her substantial damages also apologized in their paper and they said we the story was completely false she really got them to write a lot of right, good, right, right. good stuff but it was 2014 um uh kate hudson also had a very uh, successful um lawsuit against the uk their version of the national Enquirer. notice how i even give them one example of an american no, one no yeah she sued the national Enquirer for the uk edition they claimed she had an eating disorder and they published photos of kate hudson making her look thin and frail and they ran photos along the headline goldie tells kate eat something and she listens and she <laughs> wanted the publication to apologize. Right. And when they didn't, she sued them. She won the case. She got an apology for a false story and some money. Wow. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there is even one good story where. Uh, Why do you? Oh, think- here's one. Oh, all right. Um, and I, but I don't. Yeah, and he did. Sean Penn filed a defamation suit against Lee Daniels. Oh, really? Um, and this was back when Lee Daniels, he created Empire. Yes. And in, in an interview, uh, Lee Daniels compared Terrence Howard, saying he was similar to Sean in the fact that he beat women and was having some legal trouble surrounding that. He said, Terrence ain't done nothing different than Marlon Brando, and all of a sudden he's some bleeping demon. <laughs> Sean didn't like that comparison. He's never been in any legal uh, trouble for abusive behavior, so he took him to court, and Lee Daniels did issue an apology. Okay. And he won $10 million, too. It, it, yeah, oh. that's right. Yeah, he won $10 million, Sean did. Why did Johnny Depp lose so bad in London? Um, he Well, first of all, he had, he had that, that horrible, horrible Adam, that lawyer. Yes. Adam Waldman, who's no longer his attorney. I mean, I don't want to blame it all on the attorney, mm-hmm. but he didn't have a British barrister if you will yes yeah. wearing a white wig as yeah. we all know and um <laughs> because he might have gone through this list i mean russell brand <laughs> won against the sun brad pitt and yes. angelina yes. won against news of the world kira knightley won against the daily mail 
Um, Jeez. Uh, Cameron Diaz won successfully against the Sun when they said that she and Justin Timberlake ended things because she left him for another man who was married. Oh. And she did not like that, and she sued them, and the judge wow. sided with Cameron. And um, so I think, and Russell Brand, I think I said that, he sued the Sun. So I think Adam, Johnny's attorney, just said, Look oh, at all these Americans. This will be, so be so easy. And that Adam Waldman is no longer his attorney. Kate Winslet also successfully sued the Daily Mail uh, for libel because it, for an article titled, Should Kate Winslet Win an Oscar for the World's Most Irritating Actress? She felt the article was hurtful and embarrassing. She didn't like how the article portrayed her workouts in the photos, and she took them to high court, and she won about wow. $50,000. Yeah, did you did you mention I might have been um, not? Did yeah. you mention the Cardi B one recently too that that she went through in oh. twenty eighteen? She also won four million dollars against the the blogger. She did. blogger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, won. yeah. So, Jeez. but I am thinking that um, you know I I just wonder if that swayed Johnny was that he looked at all these when the dot that didn't get connected or the tie was that right? these are all these British where the standard is. Um, yeah. It's easier to win. Yeah, it's easier yeah. to win because of how how it's legally structured. Or right, I remember the Jesse Ventura, Chris Kyle, oh. the American oh, Sniper. Yes. Yes, yes, that one was. Mm-hmm. And he won. Jesse Ventura won because in that book there was uh, just he was like not having it that the yep. story that was told about him. Um, uh, that he lost a lot of supporters due to that book and. Um, Anyway, so yeah, that was one that he won. So anyway, there are lots of probably things across the pond that are might in, be in settlement, right? But jeez, I just gossip and rumors sometimes are hurtful to our favorite celebrities, and they are more likely to sue in England. Yeah, with the yes, with the stories at the Sun, the Express, the Mirror. That just kind of blows Mail. me away. That Meghan Markle won. Yes, she did. She just for won the letter, the invasion of privacy. privacy. So that yeah. wasn't the same thing Isn't as that Depp, something. Yeah. So yeah, he's he, Johnny does have an uphill pro- profile or uphill climb. Here's what I want to know, but too. he has a lot of high profile company when it comes to defamation lawsuits. He has celebrities that are like, oh man, I feel your pain. Oh yeah, but so if A-listers. he's suing for fifty million and he loses, does she get a hundred million dollars? Well, that's just her counter suing. Yeah, that's, that, 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 right. that's a whole nother trial. That's a whole nother trial. Right. That was just All like right. a legal maneuver. And right. Hopefully, this is, you know, um, I think even I, even if he wins, that's still going to happen. Or if yeah, yeah. he's this not going to win. Just, It'll be so hard for him to win. But yes. even though there is. It's been pretty powerful testimony, and there's a lot more to come. And just yeah. let's just say that uh, Court TV and I are becoming very good friends, and I'll soon know the names of all the uh, legal beagles that are waiting. You're hysterical. <laughs> You're hysterical. Lori Law and Order over oh here. Oh, my gosh. Good grief. All right, listen, when we come back, um, oh, we have a sweet story, Julia. I know you read The Lioness. Oh, Chris yeah, Bohelians, mm-hmm. you went. You went to the Serengeti. I did. We've got an animal wildlife story to close the show today. All right. All right. Now I always think of my dad and his little speakers and being at Ngorogoro Crater and singing this to our guides on the last night of our safari, Julia. 
At least you made it to the end. Yeah, we did make it <laughs> to the end. I just finished this book, Grant. The Lioness. Oh, oh by yeah. Chris Bohalian. Oh, yeah. that was a fun book to read. Oh, amazing. Well, before we get to our, yeah. our wildlife story, uh, share with us our little vintage scan. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Correspondent. Yeah, we had a I list, forgot about this one. A listener called in to tell us about the Carol Burnett versus the Natural, National Enquirer in 1976. The National Enquirer wrote a, a, a piece about how she was She's apparently an alcoholic, right? an alcoholic and out drinking with uh, Secret, or Secretary of State Henry Kissinger at a club. But she was known as a passionate person against alcoholism. And, 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 and she won. She did win, yes. She did yes. win. She, I was asking for $10 million. Didn't get that. Then they asked for $1.6 million. It was reduced. She only won $200,000. But this case was widely regarded as the watershed event that in tabloid journalism that some analysts suggest may have increased celebrities' willingness to sue tabloids for libel and also put tabloids a little bit on. On You can't just make, we cannot yes. just make, make up, up every single story. So one of every our, other one. one we'll of our put sh- it on the third page. Yeah, so thank you to our show reporter who yeah, brought that, that to our attention. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah, so. We need our vintage gossip reporters yes. and entertainment correspondents. Okay, so Matt G- Goodman from GMA, He's got the curly hair. I just, I got he's, a crush on him. He is he's very easy. He's very yes. easy, easy on the crush eyes. On him. He's an excellent yes. correspondent. And somehow he got the assignment to go to Kruger National Park in South Africa with some miraculous baby rhino news, Julia. Okay. All right, here we go. Hey, good morning, TJ from Care for Wild Rhino Sanctuary. Right there is Patronel. Now we are at an undisclosed location because rhino poaching has become so ferocious here. I can't tell you where we are. Oh I can tell you who we're with. Patronel. This is Baby Blizzy, and right there is Winter. Now she is an icon in the rhino world because she was an orphan. Poachers killed her mother. She was out in the wild. She lost her ears, and she suddenly created a miracle here. She was the first orphan rhino to mate with another orphan rhino to have a baby. Ah, miracle yeah. Blizzy here. A pair of very special rhinos. And so this is this is the miracle baby. This is the miracle baby. They're the first of a kind. Winter becoming the first ever orphaned rhino to bear a calf. No one thought it was possible. Hi, Blizzy. But three months ago, little Blizzy was born. Little Blizzy. Is that incredible that you have a, a, a mother that was so wounded so maimed and traumatized and you have this this perfect baby it's every time i see her it's a new start for rhinos and mm. for us in the world if you ask why do we have to conserve rhino why is rhino important do you feel this and one of those little rescues has matured into this big fella He's really the hero right now. He's the hero. Zoologists didn't know if rescued rhinos raised by humans would be able to reproduce. So the, the miracle is that he had no parents to teach him how to be a bull rhino. No. no. He had nature, and, and it worked. Worked better than anyone thought. Storm is now the father of two cats here, both under three months. And there could be more miracle babies on the way. 
And these two are females that we think is also pregnant with his uh, babies. So it went from no orphans ever having babies to now possibly four in a short period of time. So in just a short period of time, we could have four babies just like Blizzy here running around this park. And it really is giving conservation is something they haven't had in their battle against poachers. And that is a little bit of hope and a reproductive capacity here to make new baby rhinos. They no. expect rhinos to be extinct in five years if they don't. Really? Yeah, yeah it's that that bad. And... I mean, it was the sweetest Such story. A, and like the baby rhino is the size cute. of, what would you say? Like a big. Like I, I would say like a baby horse. Like, or not like a little horse. Mini a horse. A mini horse. horse. Not baby yeah. horse. A mini horse. Yeah. Like one of those mini horses. So that's cute. So cute. And I, I, yeah. And the, the orphan mom, I mean, she looks so odd because, you know, she had a part of her tusk taken off and they chopped off her, her ears. ears. Yeah. I mean, but she lived. Oh. They said in certain parks of where they, they are, up to 80% of the population in certain areas that they have, like, big mm-hmm. populations, have been poached away. Yeah. And that's why these are these sanctuaries that they have, which I love how they wouldn't tell us where it was no, for I a very it. reason. That was a big part that I had to take out because this was a five-minute clip. But yeah. the whole middle part was about poaching and, and how they go find now these these rhinos and they'll go out there and they'll take the tusks themselves off and they said it's like cutting your fingernails so that they're not then being baited for poaching you know so they'll go out tranquilize them take their tusks off so that they don't have to because when they poach them they don't they kill they kill them usually so Mm -hmm. it's a sad deal so it's good to see that now we're getting some babies Oh, and, an I, I, and then just looking at the baby rhino and Matt Gutman and the nice lady from the... Okay. I just, it was like giving me oxytocin yeah. I believe you. Feel I good. believe you. To counteract you. how dirty I feel after watching Amber <laughs> and Johnny, all that testimony, you know? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, and how about Madonna finally broke up with that stupid boyfriend of hers? Finally. 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 Well, you know what? She probably would have broken up with them earlier, but the pandemic happened. And, and then they were kind of stuck together. Up. And, yep. You know, kind of bunked up yep. and everything. But she, uh, she's karma. That's what she wrote to her. Karma said, when somebody in your life is not right for you, God will continuously use them to hurt you until you become strong enough to let them go. So she realized he was using her. All right, well, good for her. You know, and I'm glad that you know what I, I remember. How many things I blamed on him? Yes, now I mean, a can lot of just things. I don't have that crutch anymore. Glory, I I love that. Okay, <laughs> so David Spade's going to be on Jimmy Fallon tonight, and he's always funny. Oh, he's he oh, gives good always couch. funny. And then Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Pete Yorn, and I want to see. From is that Peter Paul and Mary? That Peter? I think, or I was thinking the Mike Monkeys Pete, but his name was Peter something. I think it might be Laurie, but that's on James Corden tonight because Willing um, of oh, uh, Frankie, Frankie and Grace, Grace is coming to the end. Yeah, or it, the last season is dropping. I feel like that's going to be something I'm going to watch someday. All you know, I they, they were on CBS Sunday Morning. Oh. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. They were so cute. They did confirm Dolly Parton. You know there is. She is going to make an appearance yes. in Frank and Gracie. Nice. And they're going to do some kind of nine to five reunion. Cool. And Jane Fonda uh, is, you know, all, I think she's 84. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. And she said everybody sent them so many vibrators when that sure. the season when <laughs> yeah. they invented vibrators for older gals. Oh, that's that's hysterical. Yeah. They had a selfie stick. Yes. They did a Oh, that's Listen, awesome. Your arms aren't that long. Okay, everyone have a great night. Happy hump day. We'll be back tomorrow.
job done. Off you go.